already sneaky. St. James Church, one hour. I, I need to speak to Gravik. Yeah, well, you're talking to me. Gravik? Oh my god, whose voice is that? Oh my god! It's Rhodey! Colonel Rhodes? He's <gasps> facilitating. <gasps> Welcome back to The Break Room, and this week's episode, Betrayal, is all about parents and children. And also, best friends? Best friends? Best friends, if you, maybe? If you're here. We are back in the scroll, scroll search. This is Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's Marvel reaction show. I'm Hector Navarro, and joining me today is the greatest Australian I've ever known. Well, I mean... Maud Garrett. Sorry, Mendo. Mendo's Sorry, ben in Mendelsohn. the episode. Sorry, Ben Mendelsohn. Mate, A better. Mate. <laughs> Mate, listen, I feel like we've worked together for long enough. I'm just cleaning up your mess. <laughs> That's true, Maud. You are cleaning up my mess. Maud Garrett, everybody. Yay, Woo! Maud, you have a wonderful sweatshirt on. I want to ask you about your sweatshirt before we get into the rest of this oh, episode. Yes. What is it? It's my merch for my book club. I have a book club, everyone. I want people to read more sci-fi and fantasy. Maud's book club is the best book club on the internet, bar none, hands down. Whoa. So go whoa. join it. Go get that sweet merch. That's a wonderful sweatshirt. Isn't that fun? It's really, really great. Yeah. Okay, so... We got a lot to get into. Yeah. I mean, episode three yeah. had a lot in it, but I feel like it was one of the more condensed, quick oh, yeah. paced episodes. Before we do dive into it, let's do a quick recap of episode three. So we open on Pagan giving new identities to Beto and Xerxu, Xerxu <laughs> and taking a final identity for himself, all members of the British Royal Navy. We will now refer to them only as Scroll Team Six. Pagan lectures Beto on faith and how important it is to take risks. I thought that this little mention of faith was kind of interesting because I know we talked about it the past few weeks briefly, but in Marvel comic books, the scrolls involved in the secret invasion storyline are very religious. Oh, of course. So, so we're bringing in faith now. Yeah. So again, I, I know Eric and I talked about this a few weeks ago. It was like, oh, we would love to get more of that. Like, tell me more about your religious beliefs. Your, you know, th that kind of stuff in the, in the scroll culture is interesting. It's always important as well to learn the motivation of the villain because yes. they never think that they are wrong. So don't ever step out of line. Don't ask questions. Yep. Faith. Yeah. Sees everything through. You're talking about kind of understanding the villain's motivation. Yeah. Graphic reminded me almost of like Magneto in this episode. Magneto oh, nice. is this great villain who has a motivation that is always like, I'm only concerned about mutant rights. And you can't fault him for that. Yeah. So we move on to Gravik, who shows off his super Scrollinator 5000 to members of the Scroll Council. We see later in the museum that Gravik has Extremis, <laughs> but it's unclear if he has given that same power to the rest of the council, or if he has just the powers of Groot, the Frost Beast, or Cole Obsidian himself, or if he even has those yet, it's unclear. Scroll Team Six boards a submarine named Neptune. And you're probably thinking this whole time watching, it's like, how is this gonna play into it? Plays into it later in the episode. Yeah. After the titles, we jump back in time to the year 1998, where Nick Fury meets Vera's new uh, shell, yeah. and name drops Dracoff. Now, this is interesting, I think. Yes, I am sure that Eric Voss is going to have a deeper meaning of this line in the break, break. room. Breakdown. In the breakdown on main new Rockstar's channel. But this was very interesting to you. The, the, the new human shell, this very flirty moment, the, the line of Drake off. What do you make of it? Well, this whole scene was really quite important because you're learning just how much Priscilla has been a part of everything in here yes. as well. Yeah. Um, you're learning about this introduction of... How, because of the timeline yep. of so Black Widow's kind of main villain 
yeah. plays a part in this. And it kind of brings Earth under one umbrella in this storytelling. So back to present day and Priscilla, and they're catching up. This over coffee. Coffee was the through line. Scene. They're yes, bonding over coffee. Maybe it's a reference to Luke Cage and how coffee in that show meant boning, um, which I'm sure they had sex. Let's talk about it. So Fury jokes that in retirement, he's going to take up revenge. So Revenge just, looks good on him. It looks great on him. And we're just waiting for him to open up a Word doc at the end of the show and type Revengers Initiative. He gets lectured for disappearing after the blip. And he deserves it. Okay, so, so this is this is cool because we're one of the best scenes. Originally, best Fury is the man who gets it done. He's five steps ahead. He knows everything. But now we're seeing vulnerabilities with this man. Yeah. He disappears. Priscilla's like, you know, I mourned you. I thought you died. I thought you were five never years. coming back. And five so years. when you did come back, you then left and you chose to leave you me. Deal. You couldn't deal. And I think that, that this is really interesting. This show is really fleshing out Fury as a character, the depth of him, yeah. how he's mourning, how he's like not being able to cope with his part in all of this. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he, you know, left his wife. And I and now we're, you know, I will say this episode wasn't subtle with some of the, you know, sure. moves. Sure. Uh, there is a mole. We kind of knew what that play was. But now we're really getting a very deep look at the fact that we don't know Priscilla's loyalties. Back to that dialogue, back to this moment, we get a really clear look at Priscilla's pink flip phone. Very cute. Hello, Mom. By the way, I just want to say... Barbie's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. We're talking pink flip flown. Flip flown, you gotta get flip this t shirt. The Barbie Oppenheimer shirt, guys, you can get this at nerdriot.shop. Check this out. If you saw that pink flip phone and you said, that's adorable, I want to be have that phone, don't get the phone, get the t shirt. It's great. That's a great color, too. It's really nice. Speaking from experience. I love it. And then this is such a great t-shirt too because we just saw Margot Robbie holding up a photo of a uh, oh, ticket we stub love that. of the Oppenheimer. Yes. Your and then move, they did the Cruz. Same thing. Your move, Christopher Nolan. No, Tom no, Cruise no. did it. Your move, Christopher Nolan. No, he did it too. Christopher Nolan? I think so. Barbie ticket stub? With Yeah. Good. So we get a great look at that pink flip phone, and we're going to come back to that because Fury looks at the phone like he's ready to snoop. Well, we are too. We are. Yeah. We don't trust anybody. Back in New Scrollos, Gravik lays a trap for, quote, really good liar Gaia. She yeah. says that herself. Uh, why? Why would she say that? As soon as she said that, I, I was like. I believed it. Why don't you just tell him that you're the mole? Uh, I'm a really good liar. In the car to the museum, he fakes a phone call, spilling all of the details about the upcoming attack on the UN plane. <laughs> and I clocked that as well. I, is, is it, it's so like, on the note. There's yeah, no wiggle room here. You don't have to guess. saying it out loud and I'm going, girl, that's a trap, girl. Yeah. Girl, that but is it's a, a trap. But the thing is, the bait is huge. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. like... She has no choice but to report on it. A submarine is taking out a plane and there are big key factors here. Like, mm -hmm. that is a... Yeah, I think it's really well done. But, you know, Gravik knows what he's doing. <laughs> this is a great observation here. Someone tell Gaia that she's not in one of this show's flashbacks and she uses a numpad phone to write down All the right. details. All right, Spy 101, uh -huh. burner phone. Yeah. She uses that phone to pass on the details, but yeah. you cannot trace it. Yeah, burner phone. Okay, that makes sense. So then Talos and Gravik meet in the museum, and I gotta say, Gravik has very bad museum I'm, I'm so etiquette. glad we all agree on this. We are all on the same Dude page about this. Dude was shouting, and immediately, like, my inner library just went, oh, uh -huh. we whisper. We've all been thrown out of museums for much less. When their conversation turns to Gaia, Talos stabs Gravik with a knife. Put your hand it. Put your hand it. And, and I'm not gonna bring up Crocodile Dundee, because that's an easy joke. I'm not gonna do it. Because it's not a knife? Because it was a knife. Yeah. yeah. And it's an Australian with a knife. But it's right there, but I'm not going to do it. It's too simple. So Gravik 
rips the knife through the rest. Also, we have to also have to mention too that like before he does that and just kind of threatens him, all the other people in the museum. Okay, power move. And that right. goes back to your analogy that Gravik yeah. is a lot like Magneto. They mm -hmm. respect power. They mm -hmm. use power mm -hmm. as their sort of artillery. But anyway, yeah, what we're, we're doing Star now Wars is that stuff. we're seeing that Gravik yes, is more extremis. than the eye. Extremis. He's yes. a transformer. I mean, he's an extremis soldier. Mm -hmm. He he pulls his hand. He reveals that he has got extremis healing Do powers. all the Gravik decoys have that now? Great question. Great question. Great question. As Talos flees, he bumps into a shape-shifted Gaia, who it took it took me a second when the show held on that exchange for a minute too long of yeah. the old man, and then he held up the phone and I went, oh, uh, okay, that's Gaia. But then, then got in the car and then did a runner and then she appeared. Yeah, that was cute. That, that was, was really fun. well done. Gravik does seem to notice her shape-shift, setting up their final showdown. And then at a, pub, at a pub, Fury apologizes to Talos for his harsh words on the train and asks for his help. Um, Talos resists at first, but they're best buds and they yeah. can't stay away from one another. They really do love well, each other. Well, they're mirrors we're learning more and more. Yes. Yeah. So Fury relays Gaia's intel to Sonya, the scroll's plan to use a submarine Neptune to launch a missile at a UN plane. Although Sonya is busy dealing with a scroll infestation in her own ranks, yeah. she does give Fury the location and name of the submarine captain, Commodore Robert Fairbanks, AKA, according to Fury at least, Bob! Bob! Bob. So uh, I did really quickly want to talk about Sonya here. Yeah. I mean, they are on the same side. Yeah. But the fact that Fury spied on her and she's found the recording device, yeah. and I was able to put the little eye patch on the mm -hmm. on the owl. It's I like they're bickering, but they realize they really do have to work together because yes. there's so few people that have this intel and that want to stop it. And I think it's a great revelation that she saw the the little spy craft thing because it tells us that Sonya is a character who may be as important or, or impactful or as powerful as a Nick Fury, but yes. w the Marvel world is still going to tell us that Nick Fury is the best, best spy. Well, so Sonya got there. She was just a little bit late. Like she saw that there was a, you know, she saw she was being spied on, but she was a little bit late. Is it just an analogy of uh, America versus Britain? Absolutely. What's, what's the analogy? What's it saying? Well, America's better. Oh, right? clearly. America's always ahead. Clearly. But the Brits that are there... They'll figure it out eventually. They'll get there, those <laughs> pesky Brits. <laughs> so on the drive over, Talos makes his feelings about his relationship with Fury clear. Yep. He and his 19 spies helped Fury get to where he is today. Reinforcing the fact that Fury is only as good as the people around him. Yes. I love that. Their intel giving him the advantage to rise through the ranks of S.H.I.E.L.D. Despite his earlier apology to Talos... Fury doesn't concede here, but mostly because they've arrived at Boss. Well, really quickly, hold on. Yeah. Fury calls him a dog. He says, I'm I, picking up your stuff. I'm picking up your mess. Your mess. Your mess. You're leaving. You coming into our planet is yeah. leaving a mess that I'm cleaning up. Yep. And Talos is like, yep. hang on. You yep. were hang promoted on. because Absolutely. of me and my team. Absolutely. You wouldn't yeah. be where you are. I love it. I love it because I am underappreciated in this relationship. <laughs> I want to talk about the scene just a little bit. We've got Fury now as a young S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in the 90s. Yes. So I love how in the MCU they're explaining that from that point to like the first Avengers movie where he's like the guy. Yeah. How does he get there in a world where 1995 is revealed? They're scrolls, man. This should be above human intelligence Nick Fury. Above human resources Nick Fury. But he's been using them this whole time. I thought is a brilliant choice to do that because yep. it gives almost like a superpowered reason, which is literally shape-shifting, yep. for how Fury could be the spy spy in a world which is about to have more superpowered people. But they're in all it. answering to him. 
Yes. And it's like, at what cost? Yes. You don't get info for free. We've got a lot of thoughts. Okay, so the two of them, Talos and Fury, they punch and shoot their way into the house, leading to a standoff between Bob holding Talos at gunpoint and then Fury holding Bob's human son, Zachary, at gunpoint. Beautiful moment there where it's like, how did you know? How did you know it wasn't me on the phone? It's like, no one calls me Nick. Nah, that was great. That was great. Uh, ultimately, Bob gives in. Seemingly, Fury and Talos have the upper hand, but they're a little too late with the order to fire already having been issued to the sub. The captain on board is confused, but is being peer pressured to confirm the strike by one of the Scroll Team Six. Gotta do it. So, question for this. Yeah. Did the Scroll posing as Commodore or whatever, Bob, yep. pretend like he cared about the human son because he still didn't want to reveal that he's a scroll. This is what's really interesting. We're learning that mm -hmm. people's biggest weakness are their children. Talos, mm -hmm. he's cracked twice, if yep. you mentioned Gaia. Yep. Yep. And now we're seeing Bob with his son, Zachary. Yeah. But we were talking off camera about the fact that if Bob's really a scroll, that's his human son. That's Zachary, who doesn't know his dad's a scroll right now. But then his mission should be the most important thing. Yeah. But we're learning that his son is the most important thing, hence the password. Yeah. But it's like... Does Zachary know that his dad is not actually his dad, but a scroll taking the shape and form of his dad? And if this scroll team six mission with the sub was like pretty recent, did, did that just mean that like Bob got replaced that day? Like, or how long has Bob been scroll? A plant, yes. <sighs> and then did Zachary find out when his dad was eventually shocked because he said yeah. something he shouldn't have, yeah. and then Taylor was, was like, shocked. pow, pow. Did like, was there a body left there that then reverted green, and then Fury and Taylor's just peace out, and then the and son Zachary's comes in like, there. Dad? Dad's an alien? Dad? What a way to learn. Am I an alien? I don't know. So Fury can, fails at convincing the Commodore to call off the airstrike, and Talos can't just shapeshift to do it because only Bob has the code word. Okay, I've got, a, I've got well, yeah. not yeah. obvi, yeah. because apparently if you can shapeshift into said person, mm -hmm. then you get all their memories. No. Okay, what? No, no, no. Not unless you go into the machine. Right. So Talos could have shapeshifted to the to do the voice. Yep. Hey, this is Bob. But don't doesn't do have it, access but to doesn't memories. have the memories. He was British. Yeah. Hello, oh. hello there, Governor. This is Bob, isn't it? Don't do it, isn't it? You wonder why there's tensions between are, the Yeah, whatever. Between the US why. and Yeah, they could be afforded to take be taken down a peg. Uh, <laughs> the UK, they're fine. Uh so yes, yes, but that's why he didn't have the passcode. Yeah. Things get and he heated. shot the man that did. Things get heated. So he risks his daughter's cover. Yeah, I know. For this, for this. He loves so, her so much, but he's willing to compromise they, her undercover They position. keep doing it. Scroll Team 6 continues to pressure the captain to go through with the strike. They keep doing it. Bob takes shots at Talos. Shouldn't have done that. Revealing to Fury that Talos declined a partnership with Gravix. Mm. Makes sense. The two of them could have led the scrolls together. Fury shoots Bob in the leg and Talos takes away the gun. But as Bob keeps so pushing Talos, Talos... This is the thing. Talos has control issues when it comes to scrolls. You just can't kill them, he says to Fury. I know, if I know, we're going to do this, I'm going to do this, but then I'm going to do it. Yep. If he says my daughter's name. You can't bully my kid sister. I'll do it. Yep. Let Don't me handle it. this. It makes sense. Uh, but as Bob, like, I can't do an Australian accent. You can do an Australian accent. Can I? I can't do it. Yes, you can. Wow. I can't do it. This whole time? It's offensive if I do it. But as Bob Look. keeps pushing Talos, he messes up big time, like Mod was saying, by insulting Gaia, Talos snaps and shoots Bob with Fury's gun. We watch him shift back into a scroll with no code word gained. Uh-oh. No option left. Talos chooses to phone a friend and calls Gaia, asking if she can retrieve the code word. She punches her way to the fracking pods area, sifts through Bob's memories, seeing all the time that he spent with his son. She relays the code to Talos, who tells her to run. The launch sequence begins on the submarine, but Talos is able to get the code word through Zachary. One of the Scroll Team 6 members tries to stop the aborted launch, but the sub-captain is able to remove the key, definitely suspicious of his crew. What Why the heck, are you so bro? eager? No, Why are you so eager? Who are you? Are you a scroll? Trigger happy. After they, they load the dead scrolls into their van, 
Okay, so I guess they took away the the Bob scroll. Zachary saw it happen. Maybe. Like, he was sorry, in the kid. Room. Sorry, kid. Hey, go and back I in know what it looks like. Go back in your room. But it doesn't look my, like that. Is my dad okay? It yeah, doesn't look know. like your dad. We don't know. This isn't your dad. Hmm. After they load the dead scrolls into their van, Fury asks Talos why he didn't take Gravik's deal. He has a simple answer. He's with Fury. Was that enough of a reason for you? Because that didn't quite make enough sense for me. I needed another line. That's a great point, Mark. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I have a feeling we'll get another. Because I'm on your line. team. Why? A, That's a, a what? Yep. Not a have, why. Yep, I have a feeling we'll get another or another revelation. Okay. Why is Talos so loyal to Why Fury? are you abandoning your own people? People. Your entire species. Or did or did he or at least this group of scrolls who are following Gravik, because remember there's a million. We don't know if all million of them are with Gravik. Or if they're just some people just kind of anonymously living, some scrolls anonymously living on the planet. Mm. And Talos keeps bringing up, or he brought up, I believe we can po- coexist. Yeah. I believe we can live peacefully together. I believe he's kind of like almost like a Charles Xavier of the X-Men. Okay, yeah. Whereas Gravik is Magneto, more yeah. militant, where, where Talos is like, I think we can have peaceful coexistence. What if the scrolls revealed ourselves? Would we be able to walk around in our own skin? And Gravik's like, no, we take everything. Because he might... Be closer to Fury's line of thinking because Fury is going, no, humans are too prejudiced. Humans are too prejudiced. That will never happen. Fury is walking, breathing example of integration Mm -hmm. of, you know, Mm -hmm. accepting scrolls. He's a married, I know, he married a scroll woman. Do you think that that was almost like a loyalty test where it's, you know, like in the back in the day Mm -hmm. where there's times of war? You know, you marry into the families to kind of create that alliance. Oh, you think it was like a political thing? Well, no, no I but I, I do, I do I think, think they, they love each other. other but sure, it's that sure. kind of thing where it's like you've chosen, you know, you've married that level of commitment. Do you? Are you saying that Nick Fury, Nicholas J, is so spy-minded that he would maybe really care for Priscilla, but marry her to almost show all the other scrolls like, I married one of you. You should side with me. No, that's but I, pretty... I think that's why Talos has accepted Fury sure. beyond a shadow of a doubt. Talos knows Fury. He really does know him. Yeah, 30 maybe, years. Maybe closer than any other I love human or otherwise. Bestie bickering. Earth. I do too. Yeah. I do too. That's what we do all the time. Every, every um, day. Uh, so Gaia speeds away from you, Scrollos, on a motorcycle, but is stopped by Gravik, who explains that this was all a setup to confirm that she was the traitor. Yeah. Gaia attempts to take yeah. a stand against Gravik, but he fires at her callously. He drives away, leaving her now scroll form body lifeless on the ground. In our final scene, we follow Priscilla, who after getting a notification on a different cell phone. They're burners. Makes her way to a safe depository box, looking over her back the whole way. In the box is a gun in an envelope. Pretty mm-hmm. basic. Mm-hmm. The phone rings, and a voice tells her to meet at St. James Church in an hour. St. James Church in an hour, saying she needs to speak to Gravik, which is already a crazy revelation in and of itself. She's talking to Gravik? I mean, earlier when she was on the phone with Fury in the room, she was it was very vague, and she's like, I don't have that information now. Yeah, okay, but that was hi. sus. Click. Everything Super about suspect. her is sus. She's Super holding suspect. her bag close. Like, come on. Super suspect. So they're not then saying that she's not needs subtle. To, she, right. She needs to speak. It's funny because you mentioned that because I did miss this that next thing. Uh, but she's I need to speak to Gravik. The voice replies, well, Yeah, well, you're talking to me. And as we close on a concerned looking Priscilla, it sets in. Was that Rhodey on the phone? It absolutely was. Dun, dun, it absolutely dun. was. That yeah. was great. Yes. I have a question for you. Why didn't they cut to Don Cheadle somewhere? On the, do you see what I'm saying? Why I do. Didn't they, why didn't they do that? Uh, why didn't they fit? Ent- entertainment brain? Yeah. That's a whole other paycheck for an entire Oh, episode. versus just VO? Yeah. <laughs> versus just like ADR? Yeah. Also, uh, Don, we need you to do this uh, two lines. I would have said they, they, need, they did need more clarification because the sure. big drop was the fact that she's asking for Gravik. So yeah. we as the audience were taking a beat to compute that. But is, and is, if he needed yeah. another line of dialogue, whereas that you're talking to me. Is mm-hmm. like roadie not enough? You know what I mean? Like it's just right, a little bit. Because right, right, some right, people right. missed that. 
the first time. Potentially, but then is it because we have a scroll who is just now temporarily taking the place of Rhodey during the events of this show, standing next to Gravik? Gosh, you know, Rhodey, I don't know. If, if we could just address the fact that Rhodey is the best right-hand man. Oh, wonderful. He's the right-hand man mm-hmm. to Secretary of State. Tony Stark. He's the right-hand man to Tony Stark. President. And now the right-hand man yep. to Gravik, who yep. has yep. total unprecedented power. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So... The question now is, is Rhodey a scroll? Yes, working with Gravik. How yes. long has he been one? I think after the Tony moment. After Endgame. After Endgame, 100%. which means it could have been scroll Don Cheadle in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, it could have happened after the, the meeting in episode two. Oh, it could have so happened that after recent? then. So that yeah. recently? So all the United Nations come together. He's there in person. Okay, okay. Kidnap, change. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now starting to believe, right? He's working for Gravik. Mm-hmm. That's why he fired Fury to get Fury off the playing board. Because Fury's too good of a, a piece on the chessboard. We want to remove some of Fury's resources. Yeah. And if we say, Fury, you're fired from this. Now you're really, really on your own. Maybe Gravik felt like he could deal with him better. Mm-hmm. Priscilla is working for Gravik. She's got two phones. Is she being forced to do something? There's a gun. There's like, what is Priscilla's... Well, the only previous information we've had about Priscilla was yeah. the fact that she recognized Gravik years ago as a protege he's brilliant and she championed him so there is like a bit of a Mm mentor-esque type relationship that's Mm -hmm. already been established in the show we could have from the year 1996 up to whatever including through 1998 maybe not until 1998 but 1998 in this episode had priscilla like settling on a human form Mm -hmm. this beautiful black woman the nick fury is like well hi hey hello and they're flirty and I think at that point, and he's like, I don't know if we can be in a relationship. And she goes, I don't work for you technically. Like, I'm off the books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think maybe from there, Gravik is still in the picture. He's still a young man. Yep. What if from that point, her and Fury get married? Yeah. And they straight up even adopt Gravik. And it's a, it's a mother-father parental relationship. And there's even mm-hmm. another layer of betrayal that Gravik feels. Not only did Fury get dusted, my father figure, who is the spy, and I learned everything I could from him Abandoned for him. five years. But then he comes back and then he just Abandoned. goes up to space because he couldn't deal with the fact that he got dusted. Dad, now I'm pissed that you you and Carol never found us a home planet. And for, I wasn't pissed until a certain point. You know why? Because you were my dad and I was happy on Earth. That is a but villain now, origin story. But now I'm pissed. You know what? Now I'm pissed. And um, maybe, didn't Priscilla, love him. maybe Priscilla had something... To do with that, or maybe she's always been kind of still loyal to Nick Fury, mm-hmm. but has seen her son kind of Kylo Ren get away from him, and she couldn't do anything about it. But now she's like, "Look, talk to me. I'll do things for you." Okay, I need you to go kill this guy. Who's she killing? I don't know, but there's a gun she's in got some Saint James Church. I don't know. She's gonna go kill a priest or something. Jamie's got a gun. <sighs> Watch out! So, incre- pretty incredible uh, potential that this could lead to. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get back into Inside Marvel, but first. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors that help bring Inside Marvel to you. First of all, Nerd Riot. I brought it up before. Woo! T-shirt. Hold that sucker up, Mod. Look at that. You have to be sure to check out nerdriot.shop where you can always grab the latest and greatest new Rockstars gear. Right now you can check out the new line of merch inspired by Secret Invasion. I got this right here. Woo! Come on. Nice. Every week this, shirt's get, this shirt gets cooler and cooler. It does. As the story evolves. So folks, support the channel. Check out our awesome merch options over at nerdriot.shop. And also while we're here, check out Mods Book Club. Subscribe to that. Go join that. Because you gotta love books. And even if you don't love books, you nerd, there's somebody in your life who does love sci-fi fantasy. And the Mods Book Club is going to be the perfect book club for them. So share it. Okay? Share it with your loved ones. 
Back to the show. Is Gaia still alive? Now, you turn into a scroll when you are dead. Correct. You'd revert back. Correct. Correct. So she's dead? Question mark. Or does she have any of the super scroll uh, 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 DNA that she put it. that in herself? We've just witnessed Gravik or, healing. Could she? But why would he kill her knowing she could heal? True. Unless he, again, she did it secretly. I think maybe mark. she did it secretly. Or was that, I know this is a theory, was that just like another scroll who took the form of Gaia We've to try seen to as leave? Well. And then when she, when this scroll got shot, she reverted to a scroll form, but then like Gravik didn't recognize the scroll line. He was on already the long gone. He was dro- driving away, so couldn't confirm that that was in fact Gaia, where he might know what Gaia's scroll face looks like. One last imagine. thing. Yeah. Just because the scroll version is dead, doesn't mean that the, the identity True. that was so taken. So Amelia Clark is now going to be the human we also have to bring this up, but uh, but just going back, one more potential, one more potential. Yeah. If a scroll gets shot and then they revert to a scroll, but maybe they're still alive. Because they're stronger. They're strong. Are they doing it to pretend like, oh, I'm dead. Uh, I'm a scroll. Look, I'm a scroll. Go away. And then the person leaves and then they can kind of go, okay, I did get shot. I did get shot. I this need help. Bad. But but because I'm, I'm a scroll, I yeah. actually got more, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm but then more you gotta, strong than a but human. But you got to imagine Gravik has a weapon or a gun or whatever that's going to be able to like... Maybe it's like a space. The opposite gun. side of the heart. I don't know. I don't know where scrolls' hearts are. Maybe they're in their head, like lobsters. But that's what I, I would know. do. I don't know. I would like real talk. One hundred percent, I'd play dead. Right? I yeah. know. I would do that all. If I was a scroll, I'd be like, "Oh my knee! I'm a scroll. Oh, leave me alone!" And yeah. then the person would leave. But we have to bring this up, okay? Let's get nerdy with this. In the world of gifts, apparently yeah. Marvel had the official launch of like a bunch of different gifts that people could use on the gift website, whatever Tenna. it is. Tenor, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got the little hashtags at the bottom of things. Apparently, there was a gift. So, when you upload a gift, you have yeah. to name it something. Oh, okay. And when you name it, that's oh. like searchable terms. So okay. that when you sure. look up, like, sort of, you know, an emotion or a high hashtag five. Secret invasion, hashtag yes. Nick Fury, hashtag, and then a, 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 a gift will come up. Yes. And so, what someone did when they were uploading that gift was that mm-hmm. they named it um, Abigail Brand. With an Amelia Clark gift. Yes. Abigail Brand. Now, Abigail Brand. And that Brand, leak happened. Everyone was like, ooh, we've ooh, got she's evidence. Abigail. It's and then Abigail. they kind of took it away because she's Gaia. Yeah. And we have seen a Disney Plus MCU show put out an actor as like, this is this character. And then halfway through the show, they revealed to somebody else. It happened in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. WandaVision had the wonderful Tiana Paris playing, I even forget the character's name, who she was just like in the sitcom world. Yes. And then halfway through the show, they're like, she's actually Monica Rambeau. The daughter of Maria Rambo. Also, it was Agatha all along. Yes, it was. So there's a possibility that Maude just brought up. The scroll Gaia is dead. But in a fracking pod back at the base is going to be Amelia Clark, the actor, waking up. She's the human. She's going to be Abigail Brand. Now, what we've already seen is that scrolls are taking key identities. They are infiltrating the Navy. They are political figures. Yes. Why not Abigail? Abigail, in the comic books at least, we haven't seen Abigail Brand in the MCU to this point, but in the comic books, Abigail Brand is the director of S.W.O.R.D., which is like the shield in space. Now, we've got already a version of that with Saber, and we had S.W.O.R.D. on the ground that was set in WandaVision, right? Mm -hmm. That's who they were dealing with with S.W.O.R.D., but they were kind of looking at like extraterrestrial activity or whatever. So, could Talos has been where during the Spider-Man? Far from home. He was in London. He was, you know... Yeah, but they were also, because Fury was up. Was up on the Saber station, as far as we know. And is Saber connected to Sword? And is Abigail Brand going to come in in the Marvels movie? And and does Abigail Brand have green hair like she does in the comic books? That'd be kind of cool. Also, one last Maybe thing. Maybe she'll dye her hair green to, to um, you know, uh, uh, honor the scroll that died using her name. That nice. could be cool. That's, go there ahead. You go. 
You don't hire Amelia Clark. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. And kill her in episode three. That's what I'm talking about. This is not the end of her. I'm just applying, again, entertainment reporter. Logic. Logic. There it is. I agree with that. I Mm -hmm. agree with that. All of them are possibilities. All of them are possibilities. We'll find out next week. Was that hashtag Abigail Brand leak a spoiler? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry if it was. If you feel bad about it. I don't know what to tell you. Go read a bunch of Abigail Brand comics that she's in. The next one we've got is Super Scrolls. And I love that they addressed it within the first three minutes. They're like, we're going to come out strong. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the game plan. Super Scrolls. It was teased when we were looking at sort of like the different abilities. But now we're seeing it in action. They are really implementing and rolling out Super Scrolls. But is this something that the Scroll Council has now? Why not show it? And who has Super Scroll powers? We know that Gravik does. Yep. We've seen what that looks like. At least one. When you have a council to get people on your side, what would you want to offer them? Mm-hmm. Invulnerability. Powers. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. I think that it makes sense where it's like, it's a very magneto move. If you join me, I will protect you. I will enhance you. Boost your abilities. Because power speaks volume. I think that to answer to the question, here's a theory of the question, why not show it? Why not show the council having powers? I think because they're saving it for a big reveal in the show. It could There's be a only real, three more episodes. It could be a real oh shit moment in the next three episodes. You know what I mean? Like it could, it could oh, oh, here comes Shooter McGavin. Oh, he's stretching his arm. Like it could be really, really cool. Wow. You want another question? Got some ideas, please. All right, cool. In the beginning, mm-hmm. I say Vara. That's fine. Vera. We'll take it. Gives Fury some intel that would put Drekov on his heels. But it's like, why are you bringing Black Widow into this and what can we gain from Mm. that culmination? Absolutely. I'm sure that Eric is going to have the best take on this on the internet. Better than me. Bar none. But I I feel like it's going to be one of two things. It's either just the sort of world building. It's just the nod to, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if we're talking about secret spy stuff. 1998. 1998. Why not mention a, a, a villainous character in this sort of like political underworld that we've already mentioned before that audiences can put a face to, can put a name to, can put a voice to, and just name drop Drakov to be like, we, we are aware of Drakov. Yeah. You know? The same way that now when you rewatch the first Avengers movie and Tom Hiddleston's yelling at Scarlett Johansson, he's like, Drakov's daughter. Now we have that context because we've seen the Black Widow. Do you see what I'm saying? But yep. it's all it is is just continuing to build on what they've already established. Or option number two, yeah, like you're hinting at, they may factor in the world of Black Widow. Yeah. Do you think Black Widow is a scroll? Well, that's I'm just thinking. Mod. Well, the thing is with scrolls, anything's a possibility now. Yeah. So we can actually look back, and it's like, yeah. did Natasha Romanoff die quickly, and then was she able to transform into her original? Body, or did she take a while to die? I mean, like anything can kind of go back. We just learnt Brody is, you know, like anyone can be. So this is what's interesting about bringing that in. It can undo big events of the past. Yeah. Do I want them to? No. Like, let stones lie. (laughs) Let let laying spies lie. Yeah. Dead. 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 Yeah. Um, But especially when it comes to things like that, where if you're talking about major characters like Black Widow or Captain America or Brody. You start asking questions like, wait, so then the roadie that was sitting next to, kneeling next to Tony Stark as he died, was that roadie a scroll? And you start going, no, I don't want them to take away the, the, the impact of that moment. I don't want the Scarlett Johansson character who died on the planet yeah. for Clint Barton, for the, the rest of the universe, that sacrifice, to be a scroll. But yep. then you start going like, well, shit, if she was a scroll from as long as we've seen her, 
Yeah. Doesn't that still mean that that well, alien was basically Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, who we love? Weren't I don't you know. saying that the comic books do a really good job of showing yes. what that moment in time where the switch happens? Yes. I wouldn't mind. I mean, obviously, yes. we've only just come to the discovery of Rhodey. Yeah. I want to know when. So I, I, I can yeah. see if that was really him. You know, I have a feeling. That's crucial time. I'm so glad you brought that up. I do have a feeling that this show, Secret Invasion, because Don Cheadle is a part of the cast. Yep. Like, Scarlett Johansson, as far as we know, not a part of this cast. Did you Probably say gonna... Scroll Johansson? Scroll Johansson. <laughs> Scroll Johansson, as far as we know, not part of this cast. Okay, sorry. Scroll Rogers, played by Scroll Evans. As far as we know, these bigger actors in these other major roles in the MCU. They've had their time. They're probably not going to cameo for this Also, thing. just to get, like, entertainment inside baseball yeah. on this, Scarlett Johansson sued Disney. Yeah, like, <laughs> but she's then, not coming back. But guys. then they did put out a, a like a statement, being like, "No, we're cool now." They did do that but and, for a cameo. I don't think so. I think it was. That's true. Oh, she's producing, I, she, she's producing the, um, the um, um, Tower of Terror. She's producing the Tower of Terror based on the Tower of Terror Twilight Zone ride. Oh. Yeah, her experience <laughs> Disney, Disney, and then the <laughs> pandemic, and then them putting her movie on streaming the same day so that it didn't make as much money yeah. so that she did not make as much money as her five male co-stars yeah. did in the previous or four male co-stars. I don't think Renner was pulling the, the Robert Downey Jr. money. No, even when Renner got the right. Hawkeye show. I don't think he was, I don't think he was doing that. Anyway, um, sucks to be Hawkeye. Back, but, to, back to the break. Oh no, have you got a thought <laughs> All on I that? was going to say yep. was, I think the Secret Invasion show is going to tell us when the roadie switch happened. Yes, better. Honestly, they will. better. They will. But if they're going to hint that other characters in the MCU are scrolls, I don't think they're necessarily going to show us. Like, we may just see their face on a screen. You I just think it's saying? too big. I think it's too big for a television show be. to yeah. undo, like, monumental moments of movies. If this, basically, just to shoot forward in time, months or years for one quick second. Yeah. If this storyline continues into a bigger movie, let's say, mm -hmm. people have been saying, you know, Avengers Secret Wars is going to be about Secret Wars in the comic books, which was this kind of, like, multiversal... Like like different universes kind of smashing together. Which story. is what DC is currently doing. Yeah, they tried it with the Flash. Uh, it did not work. But uh, that's just my take. But what if Secret Wars refers to Secret Invasion and the fallout of that? And that's what, if what the, I was that, wondering. What if the one, two, three, four, five? What if the sixth Avengers movie is just scroll like Avengers versus Scrolls? And there they get all the big actors, your 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 Anthony Mackies and your Tom Hollands and your Benedict Cumberbatches and your Brie Larsons to actually go and, and do the scroll shapeshifty stuff. It feels stuff. like the Marvel kind of contingency is going to clean up that mess. I don't think it's going to be a full powerhouse okay. force. I okay. don't. You I think, think the Secret Invasion show is going to sort of stay lower stakes. I do. Okay. Which is weird because, you know, a million scrolls are now on the planet. Right. But it does have a sort of spy vibe. And it is different, oh, than, it is different than the comics. Yeah. There is a shot early on, which was taken basically from Alias, which is the, I mean, I guess everyone does it. I think even like reality shows started doing it. Is there a no, no, no. It's the top down of like the, the, the center city kind of scope to, uh, to show yeah, yeah, the yeah. location of the place. But mm -hmm. it was like straight out of JJ Abrams, like textbook. <laughs> Alias. Hey, that's what got him Alias. the job to direct Mission Impossible 3. And the rest is history. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to this on the podcast. And we'd like to end with our favorite moment from the episode, which is a great moment. Yeah. Very visual moment. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Thank you so much for watching. Bye. You rather rudely attached a nasty bug to my beloved hoot. Tell me that's not the name of that owl clock. No, not anymore. He has a new name now. Nicholas Fury. He has a rather dashing little eye patch now. Yeah.